things. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Hello, it's Betsy and Amanda. Yay! What just happened, Betsy? Oh, it's stupid. I had trouble going to the YouTube and it was a whole stupid thing. Hi. <sighs> Welcome, everybody, to Why Mommy Drinks. I'm Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Hi. Oh, it is so awesome to see all of you. Hello. If you are not on camera, feel free to put yourself on camera. It's uh, uh, it's lovely to see you. I love that someone is on a walk. Yeah, she's uh, like, you know what? I'm just going to go on a walk. I'm going to listen and I'm going to let you join me. Oh, you got your dog. She's got her dog. Nice. I see some people drinking in bed. It's great. Oh, yes. There's some day drinking in bed on multiple cameras <laughs> hello um so amanda how you doing i'm good how are you good oh you look you look fabulous i just want to say i think i'm wearing my knife shirt yes. my new knife shirt has knives on it it has knives on it i put on a bold lip it does that's good. You're like, mess with me and I'll cut you. It's like, I'm a, I have ruffly sleeves and it's adorable, but also I'll fucking cut a bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. So the way today's show is going to work uh, with Why My Drinks Live over Zoom is, uh, is that Amanda and I are going to each tell a story and then we're going to open up the floor to everyone else. So I want you to think of if, if there's a story that you want to share with everybody, um, this might, uh, get played on the podcast at some point. So I guess think of that if, if you don't want us to say your name or something. Um, but, uh, otherwise we would love to hear your shit shows. Um, you, you also know, don't, you also don't have to share anything. Oh I don't want God. anybody panicking and being like, oh no, I signed up to come to this and now I have to talk. No. You don't have to do that. Cause I would, I would end the call. If yeah. I Andrea Miller. I will not make you say that's my aunt andy that's oh, my that aunt andy yes it is <laughs> oh my gosh look at you two you just smiled the same that was yeah. awful that's the Siganenko smile that's what that is oh <laughs> welcome auntie uh so that's Aww. yeah no one has to tell a story who doesn't want to tell a story if you want to tell a story you know keep it somewhat brief so everyone can tell a story uh awesome people are already raising their hands i love it so i have three kids they're all boys i have a six-year-old a nine-year-old and an 11 year old amanda what have you got uh i have an 11 year old boy and then twin eight and a half year old girls so we still do the halves yes that's how you guys roll i, <laughs> I get it <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, until the day they change an age, they are that age and I will not fuck with fractions. <laughs> I no, it's, it just keeps me, it keeps me fresh. And then I'm like, where are we in the calendar? How close am I to where I have to start planning this birthday? Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, it helps. It helps me. It doesn't help them. It helps me. Also, you know, what? I'm not going to lie. Lately, I've been saying you're almost nine. Oh, I'm and normally like with Straight Wesley. Up. No, he needs to get younger where I'm like, you are not. Mm -hmm. almost 12 you're not almost a teen but with the girls I'm like you are almost nine it's time that you like start earning a living wage and you get out get a job and start helping out around the house I'm done yeah <laughs> so I like push them I push them too far yeah 
Uh, Amanda, do you want to tell your story first? I mean, how, what, first of all, do you, is there anything to report? I know that, mm. you know, what's, what's going right, it's on? Been a little while. How, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's the same. Well, no, it's not the same. I think they're back at school. Life Great. is good. They're very happy to be back at school and they're thriving. Uh, we are in California, so they've started to lift the mask mandate. So my kids mm-hmm. have seen their friends smile again after years of Monday only, will be the first day for us. Only communicating through the eyes has been an interesting experience. I think for all of us, I don't know. Have you seen people that you met only through wearing a mask and then you see them without the mask and you're like, Oh no. Kind of. One time I saw my son's kindergarten teacher on the yard and she didn't yeah. have her mask on and she waved at me and I didn't know who she was. You like, no, you oh, do this. Oh, now I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt bad, but I was like, I don't know who you are. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. My local yeah. pharmacist is like uh, eerily my friend because through COVID, she was one of the only people I would see in person, which maybe your pharmacist being your friend is, is a bad thing, but for some reason, yeah. Or it's I'm not, going it's to the very quaint. Place. She's always like, hi, good to see you. And like, yeah. Anyways, so she stopped wearing her mask and- At the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being sick people all day. Yeah. covid people. A rebel, a rebel. Wow. Um, She didn't give a fuck. It's odd now. And I feel like the relationship is over. Like I can't talk. I don't know her without the mask. So it's now like a new person and I don't know how to respond to her. It's very strange. It's very strange. But anyways- yeah, we're good. We're good. They're back in school. I'm working hybrid, like in and out, which is, you know, when they're at school, I could work from home much better than when they were in person. So life's all right. Can't complain. They're yeah. still the same. They're still wacky and there's yeah. a constant fire every day in my house, but which is, yeah. But we now they're like, getting old enough that they don't want you to come on the show and talk about it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they did. They came together they had a discussion and they were like, listen, mom, um, we don't appreciate you having a podcast where you talk about our lives as we get older. So that's part of why I don't do it as much because they went out of their way to tell me. I tried to explain to them that I usually do it based on my own perspective, not things that they've done, but they were like, cute. We're about to be teenagers. No more. Like we know you've talked about us shitting in shopping carts and yeah Uh, open houses oh yeah remember that when we would go look at open houses they always had to go to the bathroom I just thought about that last night because at some point all three of our kids are shitting in separate bathrooms right now what are they Amanda's twins yeah yeah strangers would walk in and be like hey thanks what do you think of this place (laughs) good right the bathrooms work so there you go maybe you should think about buying it it's a crazy market good luck to you Oh yeah, we thought about that because I keep looking at the only houses we can afford are are like two bedrooms with one bathroom, and I was like, maybe we can make it work. Yeah, how can we? If it's a big two bedroom, can we like put something in there that makes it a three? Yeah, I know. Or just like I'm like one bathroom we could make work, right? Oh, I mean people do. Yeah, people do. People do. But you have three sons, so like I just think about like that's just a men's room. That's not a bathroom for you. So you need to find a space for you. Like, that's just a men's room. You would live in a place. Yeah. With just a men's room. <laughs> you say, you mean like a, it's like, like a, a gas station. A gas station. You live, you would live in a house, a gas station yeah. bathroom. I already have. Yeah. So, yeah. I already have that. <laughs> You're like, I already. It's bad already enough that my dad is a man. Yeah. Ugh. 
Weird. So yeah, Amanda, tell so, us your story. What, what's so, going on? You know, they're the same. It's the, the only, it's the same thing every day, just a different story. So this last week, we, uh, one of the daughters, Emmeline, came home and was um, unloading her backpack and she had, you know, those poppets, those things that all the kids yeah. are obsessed with, the little poppets. She had the coolest poppets bag filled with awesome pens and then like little poppet things in it things that we didn't buy her hmm. um a whole bunch of things we didn't buy her and so she sat on the couch and was like I'm gonna do my homework and she started pulling everything out and she part and she was like going through everything like ooh. then being the good sister she is she was like Wesley I have a pen for you she gave him a pen she let Benny borrow a pen and then she was like we're all gonna do our homework and she sat there and that's when uh that's when Benny was like, this isn't yours. The, where did you get all this? And then I also was like, what is all that? Where did you get all that? Because sometimes they win. Yeah. Sometimes they sometimes like, it's birthday and they yeah. come home with a thing, you know. I know all the crap they have, but they, like there's times where it's like, if they're good, they earn stamps at school and then they can go to like the treasure chest and they can get things. And there's like, it's just poppets. So sometimes it's like, oh, maybe you won them. Maybe you were good and you want to pop it. But yeah. this was like- next level and so uh then Emmeline was like well I found it uh, like, what do you uh, mean you found it and then no she started to cry because she was <laughs> she was caught right so she's like me when she gets anxious it's like no so she started okay, crying quick. Amanda I'm just I'm impressed that she cried and she realized she was caught and admitted it because my kids will go to the mattresses they will be like no I found it no. and you're like I think you maybe did it and they're like I fucking did. Well, like, have I ever talked about mom vision? So I told my kids I have this thing called mom vision, oh kind of like wand vision. I said mom vision where I know if you're lying. So you can't lie. I have mom vision and I can tell and I make them all sit. I'll have them sit on the couch or whatever. And I'm like, I'll ask them the same question. And then I'm like, it's you. Because I do know how to, I do know how to, like you can tell. Kids give it away. They'll sit there and they're like, no. Like, it's you. It's yeah. you, you did it, you made the thing. So I told them I have mom vision, which is helpful because now they know they can't, they can't actually, they, they can't get away with it. So, so in this jealous. case, I also came at her and was like, where did you get this? You know, it was like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. So she starts to cry and she's like, look, I just found it. And I was like, where did you find it? And she was like, it was, in, it was in this girl's bag in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> it was just in her bag. Just sitting there, her bag, bag was open. <laughs> yeah, it was zipped. I went in. I got, the bag was, was open. In this house, I just like opened the door <laughs> with a special tool that I got off the internet. Went inside, opened up his safe. <laughs> oh yeah. no! She just was like finders keeper. She's like, that looks good. That should be oh, mine. She took it. She took it right out of the bag. Little thief brought, put it in her bag, and then later oh, was no. like it's mine now. And I'm going to give some of this away to people and it doesn't matter. And it's all good. Wow. Very wrong. But, but there was like this moment. Yeah. <laughs> that is you making this into like making her into a really good, she stole that little girl's thing. And then, yeah. and then was just like, look at me. Yeah. No, we, so I sat there and you know, like when, when that happens, you have these moments of, uh, as a parent, you start going like, do I lean in and like tell her she's a terrible person I don't want to shame her too much. Like, I did that when I was a kid. I remember the one time I stole something and then it's like, you know, 
you remember that moment. And then it's yeah. like, how do you respond to that as a parent? So we were I, good. I you remember I were aligned. Yeah. You someone remember had something, it was in lost and found, and it was like an auction. They were like, whose stuff is this in the lost and found? And there was a belt. And I was like, I like that belt. It's mine. <laughs> and then like, someone was like, no, that's mine. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's mine. And they gave it to me. And then later she was like, that's my belt. And I was like, <laughs> Not no, anymore. it's not. I was <laughs> fucking psyched. You're yeah. like, Emmeline. Well, I did that. So I went to my friend's house and there were these like little cabbage patch kids that had like hands that would hold on to things, you know, yeah. like you put them on a plant, hanging so plant, whatever. School. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. When we were a kid, it was like a yeah. little manchichi. That's right. It was yeah. like that. And so I remember uh, she went inside and I was going back home. This is the eighties. So it was my, it was like, you need to go home. So I just like was walking home. I didn't, my parents didn't like get me or anything. But so I was like, Ooh, I want that thing. And I remember I put it in my pocket. I took it with me and I walked down the street. I go all the way back to my house and then nervous sweats, anxiety. And I ran all the way back and put it back. Like that's as much as I got. That's as far as <gasps> I, I could. Yeah. I put it back. I like broke into their house and put it back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, that's Wait, cool. raise your hand, audience, if if your kid has stolen some shit. No one. Oh, okay, good. Thank okay. you, Maureen. All right, at least two. <laughs> yeah. I love it if everybody was like, no. Mm. At least three. Okay. That mm-hmm. makes me feel better. Yeah. I feel like it's not a question of if it's just like when, when yeah. will they steal when? some shit? Well then, and when they do, you go, uh, like, how do you handle it? So both Kate and I just, you know, we were there, we're sitting there, and it was like, okay, he's looking at me going like oh, this isn't good. Like, what do we do? And I was looking at him like, I don't, I don't know. Like, this was a moment of like, do we really come in hard? So she knows never to do it again. <laughs> do we give her a break since it's the first time? What, how does this you work? Fucking so, play it like scared straight. Yeah. Just like, have you ever heard of, what was the fucking, have you watched scared straight? What was it? Jelly? They're like, it's when you put jelly or jam in a man's butthole. What oh. are you talking about? Oh, it's like Okay, it's it gross. Jelly. It was gross. That is not what we said like, to her. Look, you know, because the people get in jail, they toss your salad. That was one thing that came. It was so inappropriate. They were showing that to children. Yeah, but that would be amazing if it was like, let me tell you what happens in jail. <laughs> You want to know what happens in jail? Yeah, Here's no. what happens to kids who take poppets out of kids' bags. No, instead we were like a bad improv troupe where it was like, you are bad. Like we were trying to be like, yes, keep going with this direct. This seems good. We basically gave her a buy. Like we basically were like, okay, it's your first time you've ever done this. If you do it again, that's it for you. That's it. Then you go to jail. Then you get jelly in your butt, just like yeah. whatever it is. I think you, know, you have to it. get the jelly out of someone else's butt. But yeah, I don't think that, I think that's the, no. the bad thing. Then you go to jail and you get jelly in your butt. Woo-hoo. You better watch out. Don't you steal another thing? You know, she would never steal anything after that. She'd be like, I don't want to steal. My mom said I'd get jelly in my butt. People would First be like, worms in my butt and then jelly in my butt. All <laughs> oh. oh, the worms. Yeah. Uh, so so we just said, okay, here's the thing. You have two choices. You can bring it back, tell them you found it and you're sorry. Mm-hmm. So we're like encouraging lying. We're encouraging the cover up, but whatever. And we were like, and then you never do it again. You never do it again. Or you put it back and you don't say anything. The main thing is this person needs to get their stuff back 
And either you're going to take ownership, which is the right thing to do, or you're going to get away with it this time, but you're never doing it again, no matter what, never again. And she was like, okay, I'll do it. So she did it. She went back in and she stealthily put it back into that little girl's backpack. Everything was fine. Good. Good. Yesterday or Friday, Uh Thursday, Thursday, I got an email from a mother saying, hi, Uh, my son is in your uh, daughter's class and um, my other daughter won this award for creating this art piece. And with the money from their reward, she bought this special pen. And my son said he saw your daughter and we uh I just I'm wondering if she possibly took it by accident and so you know immediately I was like motherfucker she fucking stole the pen she's a klepto no I like immediately because I got the email and immediately forwarded to Kate and I'm like oh no and he's like that's it she's done you know (laughs) it's like it's over go to jail Right. I'm like, oh no, we've messed up somewhere. This is the beginning of her Man, crime. Like she's I a really crime life. The way that you handled it sounded good. It was like, yeah, right. You're going to oh. get away with it, but you're going to feel the shame and you're going <laughs> to do this again. And apparently she was like, I feel the shame. And now I can like, just uh, keep going. She's like, whatever, <laughs> these chumps aren't going to really fall through with anything. I know who they are. They're not going <laughs> to care. That cat pen's worth it. I don't care if I get jelly in my butt. She didn't care. She was like, no. So she takes the pen. So I write this mother back. This is the worst. So I write the mother back and I was like, you know what? She's been (laughs) stealing. I sold out my daughter. I'm like, she's been stealing lately and we're super disappointed and we're failures, all of us, all the way around. And I'm sure she stole your daughter's pen. I'm so sorry. She must be so sad, but congratulations for raising an amazing artist who earns things like cat pens. Like, I was just like, damn it. Oh, no. I was like, as I soon as I get that pen. You're not. Uh. It's like the opposite, basically. She's like, my daughter's so talented and amazing. And she went this thing. And I was like, my daughter's a criminal and she ruined your daughter. Uh, so I was like, I'll let you know as soon as we get the cat pen back and and we'll get it back to her. I have no doubt, Emmeline has. I have no doubt. Yeah. Stole that from your daughter because she's evil. Yeah. <laughs> so then- she comes home, she's got the cat pen and it's like, okay, so where did you get the cat pen from? What happened with the cat pen? And she starts to cry and she goes, Benny gave it to me. So mom vision comes in and so it's like, no, Benny didn't come in. Like Benny didn't give it to you. She was like, Benny gave it to me. So then Benny was like, I did. I found it on the playground and Emmeline and I have been fighting quite a bit. So I thought it might be nice to give her this pen as like a symbol of my love for her, which is suspect in its own right like uh-huh. this is not Balance. how Benny operates Benny's like cute cat pen it's mine you don't even have this right but she was like I wanted her to know that I support her as her sister so I gave her the cat pen so I look at Emily and Emily's like that's exactly how it went so she didn't steal the pen I she I totally treated her like a criminal <laughs> Benny found out. the pen because the the art kid dropped it so she, you know, like, I don't want to, we're all, we all have kids and they do so the, the, she dropped it. Benny found it and thought it was great. And then gave it to Emmeline being nice. And this whole time I was like, my daughter's the worst person in the whole entire world. And she didn't, but she didn't do it. So it's not really, it's very anticlimactic ending the story, but she didn't do it. She didn't do it. 
now she won't ever now she won't ever steal anything though because it was like second time around we were like you're the worst you stole that cat pen no i didn't benny gave it to me he was like no you stole that cat evie just uh sent me a message which said possession is seven eighths of eighths of the law that's right that's right yeah emline knows it now so yeah so we gave that little cat pen back uh and we'll see we'll see what continues with this if she's gonna keep stealing i don't think she will i think we've (laughs) we tried not to shame her and then over this she was so shamed that i don't think that will ever will ever have it back my kids are the other way they're constantly like look at all this money i brought to school in this (laughs) see-through bag that i leave open here on the floor And yeah. then they're like, oh no, my money was stolen. I'm like, yeah, no shit, it was stolen. Yeah, that's Emily. Well, She's just going. throwing everyone your money and then you brought it to school. Ugh. We live in Los yeah. Angeles. All <laughs> criminals. Emmeline is Emmeline, there. right. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out for those Emmelines. Yeah, they look unassuming, but they will take what they see as theirs. Yeah. Amanda, have you stolen things in just your that- grown-up life? No. I don't think so. No. Oh, wait. You know, so when I was in high school, I used to help people steal. So like, yeah. So I worked at like Eckerd Drugs, which is like CVS now. I don't even know if Eckerd is around, but like kids would come in and they would buy like a tube of lipstick and then I would give them a carton of cigarettes and then we would just ring up the lipstick and then they would leave with the carton. That was one. Yeah. That's like stealing. I mean, it is stealing, but also it's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was a cool, like, yeah, they would come in and they'd be like, here's my ID. And they'd buy Boone's farm. And I was like, great. Have a great day. (laughs) You know, 16 year old kids like, Hey, I'm totally 21. Yeah. And that way I did do that. Like I helped others get things, but I wasn't, uh, I don't, uh, uh, no, I, I, it's too, it would be too, I'd be too scared. Did you, did you steal as an adult? Only one time. Uh, and it was, I went to a nursery place with plants to get some seeds, some morning glory seeds. Yeah. This and doesn't sound like a real crime. This sounds like you. No, no it was a real not. crime. I, like one time I went to a plant nursery <laughs> and I saw a plant on the ground that wasn't for sale, but I took it. Mm-hmm. I picked up a pack of seeds and I wanted to ask how much they were and I couldn't find anyone who would help me. And I kept waiting for someone to be like can I help you and I kept standing there and so I just walked away <gasps> and I then what did what did you do five with- cents worth of oh, morning shit. glory seeds I'm a criminal and the whole time I walked home I was like <gasps> I'm gonna get jelly in my butt I'm gonna get jelly, I'm gonna get jelly in my butt Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's really the thing yeah you just you were like "Ooh, I stole these seeds yeah i was like having a heart attack the whole way home i was like the the police are gonna know. come and get me with my seeds yeah they, my no. dad's a minister <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know ultimately I'm, you know i was like and i'm going to hell kind i kind of want to like like dare you to do something oh, bad. like dare you to steal something real and like see what happens oh, that would be awful a little carton of cigarettes do it oh my god dude i just about died just now when uh i couldn't get our show up to yeah. youtube <laughs> I, I i like sweat a bucket 
Oh no, I can't. No, no actual crimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, everyone, let me tell you a story. Let me tell okay. you a story. It's an old one. I don't think I've told it though. <laughs> um, but I couldn't think of any, any good ones from recently. And that's and a I, good thing. That's always a good thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, they did break me. I just, it was like not very uh, eventful, mm-hmm. you know, like last night at some point, last night I had a really bad headache and I was laying in my bed and it was like 1030 at night. And at some point uh, there's a knock on my door and it's Rex and Ajax dressed in costume. Uh, one of them has like a, a gr- like a Greek a soldier hat on with like feather yeah uh the other one was had like (laughs) i think he had his blanket he likes his baby blanket he likes to pretend it's long luxurious hair uh except it's a baby blanket so it's like coming apart and it looks like matted and insane (laughs) Uh, my hair (laughs) crazy holes in it and I, i i've pretty much given up trying to fix those holes now i just i just wash it in a lingerie bag and we all hope for the best that it comes out of the wash don't worry it it never gets washed but what were they doing they were just being like they were just like hey what's up uh, yeah they're we're, just being fucking we're maury and pete and we're here to talk like yeah what? they were just like hello we're two fancy people just coming to your door i was like why it's so late why are you here mm-hmm. go to bed and it was funny but also like go the fuck to bed yeah. um so this is an old one which is we we just had moved to los angeles so it was 100 years ago and uh that means we had like a like a uh one and a half year old and a like a three-year-old I think right and a no OD yet and no OD Mm -hmm. and uh Rex was still Rex so he was very active and wanted to do stuff and uh and so we were like invite it was one of the very first sort of social things that we did when we got to Los Angeles we were invited to come to this like it was like jazz Fridays at the museum. So, uh, at, so they would have like a live band and they would play jazz and everyone sits on the grass and like you get a pizza and it's awesome. And like you drink wine and it's super chill and fun. Mm-hmm. We're like, that sounds amazing. For everybody without kids. <laughs> <laughs> all of our friends had kids, uh-huh. but they all had babies that babies. were a little younger. Right. Right. And they all had girls. Um, and so, (laughs) so we go and there's pizza. Um, and our oldest kid at the time who was like three or almost three, uh, was obsessed with elevators and escalators and everywhere we went, all he wanted to do, like sometimes I would, when he was that age, just take him to the mall and we would go up and down the elevator. And that was like the event. <laughs> uh, it was like, it's Tuesday, let's go to the mall and get it on the That's when you know you've lost your mind. You're in that like days where you're like, what is the thing I can do? <laughs> we have to leave the house. I, I can't, can't leave the house with do this, this anymore. Yeah, let's go sit in a tiny box. You can hit the buttons and we're just going <laughs> to. And then I'm just going to sort of like. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, that was the season of life we were in. And uh, he just wanted to go up and down this elevator from the parking garage to the, to the, where the outside was. And um, 
And I just wanted to sit on this blanket with everyone drinking wine and eating pizza with your baby, just yeah. like sitting there playing with a toy because mm -hmm. all of their babies were, we were all sitting on the blanket and I looked around and everyone had their little baby girl sitting between their legs, <laughs> just like gnawing on a rattle. Everyone was like eating their pizza and drinking their wine and seeming like fabulous and calm. And like they had their mm -hmm. shit together. And I just remember I was like, frazzled sweating my kid would never stay still uh just shoving pizza in my face because I had the opportunity to eat and also because it was the only thing that felt good and, <laughs> and um and and also like yeah I didn't know when I would next have the opportunity to eat because my kids were like so physical and uh, rambunctious and then and then I remember wanting to hang out with our friends but like half the time just being in an elevator with my toddler like wanting to hear jazz and hang out with my friends and uh and just being stuck in a fucking parking garage elevator that probably smelled like pee yeah yeah uh yeah. or like your like your next place that you moved to like smell like what? a like like your your bathroom and your next place that you're going to move into <laughs> yeah no not next place the one the I place you currently live in yeah. right it's like an elevator in a museum <laughs> or a parking garage not a museum mm -hmm. Oof. um yeah but yeah i just remember being like why is it so hard like why is it seems like everyone else has it together they're wearing makeup mm -hmm. and i'm like this like sweaty mess and i can't handle anything and uh so yeah that, you, that was a very vivid moment you just described like the last nine years of my life yeah which was basically everybody else seems to have it together and i am always sweating and i've lost a child somewhere yeah. like that's that's what it's been yeah and it, but when you have that moment it is that space where you're like oh no what why why is it so much harder for me than the other why can't i why can't I sit and have pizza and listen to jazz like they can, but you know what? Those people all will just have twins. Like I did. Cause I had the little boy that would sit and listen to jazz and he'd be like, this is great. You know? <laughs> like, and then I had the girls who you all know, like, no, that, uh, there was no jazz to be listened to. There was only pizza to eat. Cause that was the only thing I could make, which means calling somebody to bring it. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. And then those little girls grew up, and I'm sure there was like in six months, though none of those parents could sit either because they start all moving. <sighs> Occasionally, there's one. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a real bitch, so I I'm just like one day they'll be 13, and <laughs> yes, yes. My I mean, my girls right Andrea, now. That's wrong, though, right? That's wrong of me, right? Uh -huh. yeah that's just, that's, that's just because then you're gonna wish they weren't 13 because <laughs> oh. 13's way worse than where you are now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah no uh the girls are fighting so bad the other night benny threw a cup at emily or no emily threw a cup at benny caught her eye they oh like, fuck oh no they get like vicious at each other it sounds oh, like two cats still. screaming in an alley it's like Wah! 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. couple of years have been uh trying so let's do a mental health check-in how are you really and what do you need right now you know what could help better help therapy therapy doesn't just have to be talking about your feelings or your messed up childhood therapy can help you get tools to help with motivation depression anxiety stress relationships family stuff whatever you need we are all struggling right now and you deserve to start feeling better and be happy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. When I tried it out, I was really impressed with how quick and easy it was to connect with a therapist who was right for me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about and see if it's for you, because you are your greatest asset. We gotta fill up our own cup before we can fill everyone else's so that there's enough of us to go around. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Why Mommy Drinks listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash drinks. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bomba's, you're also giving to someone in need. Bomba's designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. Plus, they're made from super soft materials like merino wool, pima cotton, and even cashmere, which makes them the perfect cozy layers. There's a pair of Bomba socks for everything you do. They come in tons of options like comfy performance styles for every sport and activity that keeps you moving. Bomba's t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right. And Bomba's underwear has a barely there feel with a second skin support that might even make you forget they're even there in a good way. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item that you buy. Go to bombas.com slash WMD and get 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash WMD for 20% off. Bombas.com slash WMD. We got to get to our guests. Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's listen to some, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. What do you yes. Have? All right, Ryan, who have we got? Who, who's, yes, let's spotlight our first guest. Can't see. It's Paige. Paige, make sure you're unmuted. Oh, I'm unmuted. Am I, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Paige. Hey, how are you guys? Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, I have one daughter who is three years old, turned three yesterday. And Good uh, job. Thank, you. 
and I am seven months pregnant with oh. uh, number two. So <laughs> I'm joining you guys tonight. Instead I always of- have such a like woof response to that. And I'm so, I apologize ahead of time. I was like, oh, <laughs> congratulations. No, I, I, uh, although she's kind of like, she's such the crazy one that there's no, this baby must be easier. Like it has to be easier. Yeah, I hope um, so. But my story is actually not about her being crazy because there are a million stories about that. But this is um, from two years ago, right before the lockdown happened. We went out for food and for drinks with a good friend of mine. Um, And it was one of my first times really like going out and, you know, enjoying myself. And we're sitting there and this woman keeps looking over at us. And I guess I, I should tell you guys, this is February. And it's like a 60 something degree February day in Michigan, mm-hmm. which is like not a 60 degree day in Los Angeles ever. <laughs> like it's a very different experience of like, you're used to like two degrees every day. And then all of a sudden it's 60 and you're like shorts and t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my baby was not quite one yet and couldn't walk. And she did have a jacket on when we came in but she um, had no shoes on, you know, because she couldn't walk yet. Oh, okay. And so I'm just, I'm going to start preface the story by saying that. And so we're sitting there and we're having a beer, a single beer and eating our food and having a really nice time. And this woman keeps staring at us and staring at us. And I'm like, oh, she's just looking at the baby. And she gets up and she leaves. And um, she's gone maybe about 20 minutes. And then she comes back into the restaurant. And she's holding this big, like, gift bag. And she walks in and she throws it at me. And the bag is full of dirty, like, boots and um, jackets for a much older child. And she starts yelling at me and she goes, I don't know if you just get loose when you're drinking, but that child needs a coat and shoes on right now. Oh, I don't know what kind of mother you are thinking you can take your child out with no boots and no, and she's wait, 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 wait. But she said, I don't know if you get loose when you get to drinking that alone is like, what? I know. know. And we were having one beer, one single beer. She'd been like, yeah, we're loose. We don't even care about this kid. Well, like I'm I'm a little bit of a fighter and (laughs) (laughs) my not even one-year-old child and I'm like I'm ready to fight this woman but I'm holding back and I'm just like you need to get out of here you need to get away from my kid right now I need you to step away from my kid you need to step away from my child nice boundaries yes so she says I say if you don't step away from my child right now I'm going to call the police and because I'm like I can't fight her in front of my 11 month old baby Like, mm-hmm. this child's mm-hmm. never seen mommy fight. Like, she will one day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why start now? <laughs> so she said, well, not if I call him first. And I said, go ahead, call him. Go on. And so she gets in my face. I get up from the table and she leaves. And we sit there and we kind of like laugh it off. And we're finishing our drinks, me and my friend. And just hanging out with my kid and having a good time. And as we're getting ready to pay, two police officers no. walk in. 
And they approach our table. We were the only people there. With this is face. this is how you went to jail, and this is how you got jelly in your belly. <laughs> this is your story. Oh, oh my god! That's yeah. what it is. This is and then you went to jail. <laughs> so, um, so this is my scared straight story for Emily. <laughs> <laughs> no, I luckily back when before I was pregnant with my daughter, I was a regular at this particular like restaurant slash bar. Mm-hmm. And um, so the cops come in and they start to talk to me and they say, listen, we got a call that about child neglect. Oh, that's when she goes to jail. (laughs) There was a child here. Well, she is no longer at the restaurant. She's gone off the premises. And they, she, the police said that there was a child here that wasn't dressed for the weather. And, you know, and I'll be (laughs) Can you imagine being like nine one ten? There's a child here who is not dressed for the weather. That's like okay. every babysitter. And I ever what is had the emergency? Like, Where's your socks? I just told you the emergency. Well, they so they explained to me. They said this is a small town in Michigan, and they're like, you know, we have to come if we're called. Like no matter what, we have to come. responding to the call obviously everything's fine here you know and the cops kind of laughed about the situation and then the manager from the restaurant comes up and she's like we know this woman she's been a regular here for years you know we never saw her here once drinking alcohol while she was pregnant (laughs) like I'm like thanks for throwing that out there (laughs) but she's like she's a good mother she's a good person she didn't do anything wrong I'm like thank you and so I'm like, I, you know, I want to, did that woman leave a name when she called? Because I want to like file charges for harassment. And so they're like, no, she didn't. And she left the premises, but the restaurant went and got um, her name off of her credit card receipt. And so I didn't press charges against her because I thought I'm not that petty. I'm almost that petty, but not quite. Um, but I, I did I have to call her and like talk to her about filing false charges. Yeah. Felony. And so anyway, so that's my story. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always thought, oh, I'll write this eventually. One day I'll write this down and, you know, mail it in or whatever. But my child's still a toddler so I've literally never had enough time to sit still to write it you know my kids my kids don't go to school so if it's cold out they only wear little tank tops and short shorts when it's uh when it's hot they wear their winter coats it's like no matter what I try to do they're never dressed for the weather the right way if this woman was anywhere near me and my kids I would be living in jail for the rest of my life based on how my kids show up yeah oh I'm sure she had a different issue going on at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Like, Just a little bit. Seems thing happening right then, but now two years later, like I look back on it and just laugh. Like, yeah. Oh no, Paige, you're doing a great job. Uh, that's that's wild. Job. And your stories just always make me feel so much better. Like on the hardest days, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not alone. Like, you know, Good. they've been here and their guests have been here and it just feels like such a community. So thank you. Thank you. Everyone give Paige a round of applause. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Yay. Hello, Maureen. 
Make sure you're unmuted. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, so my story is kind of like just like a moment of like we are trying to like you're trying to make memories and just stuff happens outside of our control. Yeah. About two weeks ago, no, it's like four weeks ago now. Um, we my I've got a one almost two year old. My husband was gonna have to drive a gonna fly to Chicago and then drive back across country with his mother with a second car because we needed a second car it was his grandfather's car and his grandfather's 90 years old and he can't drive so that's setting up so we were gonna go so we got into our car we like a Saturday before this was all happening we were like okay let's go in the car we'll, we'll go get the car like car wash do go get coffee have like a whole like family day together so we have a Prius I have to preface this with that we have a Prius and so I get, and my husband goes and sits in the car, goes and starts the car up and it makes this noise like, like not like what a Prius sounds like. No. And it's also, we're, I'm in Utah, I'm in Salt Lake City and it's cold. So you can't really just like go out, like hang out outside. And so I, so we're like, okay, we're not driving this car. Like we're going to go figure out what's going on. So we go back and my daughter's all dressed and ready to go. So we go back inside and my daughter's like, almost two and is getting close to terrible twos and just like upset and not happy because she has to stay inside because it's cold and we can't go anywhere so my husband is um we have like a our, we don't really like we our house is kind of like we have a two-floor house but we don't have like a playroom slash whatever we have a living room slash playroom which my mother-in-law made a comment about later but that's another story for another time in um, my day um and so um my husband's on the phone trying to like get the car towed to our, our mechanic because like we're not getting we're not going to drive this and unfortunately where he isn't like my daughter can see him and she wants to play with him and talk like so I have to take her upstairs and we're trying to keep her entertained and stuff finally the tow they finally are able to get it towed to the mechanic and my husband goes with them and um my, my daughter goes down for a nap and of course I can't really relax during her nap which normally I would do I'm trying to figure out what's going on with the car or trying to so I get a phone call from my husband the catalytic converter had been stolen out of yes oh shit it's happening now this is happening all so, anybody yes yes and mind you my my, my car's a Prius mm-hmm. so first of all <laughs> this thief I have to give him some props for getting under it my car Emmeline. it was Emmeline <laughs> 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 I hope Whoa. not, because that would be really sad. <laughs> it would be. It but, would be. <laughs> um, but so, and I'm, so I'm like, I'm like, okay, what does this mean? And my husband's like, I don't know. I'm talking to the mechanic. Blah blah blah. My daughter gets up, and like, mind you, this was the plan was like we were gonna do family, spend family time, and do stuff together. And she, it was just like I, she just wanted to play on me. She like wanted to touch me. She wanted to be on me the whole time. And it's like, basically, she wants to get back inside me. It's just a lot yeah and so I was just getting to the, I was getting to that level of being touched out that I was like yeah. I'm I'm tired mm-hmm. of you touching me yeah. <laughs> um so my husband has my husband's like okay he called me like okay we're they're gonna fix the car but it's gonna take a couple it's gonna take a day or two we're not gonna have a car we'll figure it out and of course I have to remind him I'm like oh please remember to bring get her car seat and I had and we originally my husband had hit in his head that we weren't gonna rent a car and finally my mother-in-law and I convinced him we rent it we need to rent a car so we can get the child to daycare otherwise we none of us are going to survive while this car is being fixed 
Um, and so basically I'm just like, I'm done. I'm just done <laughs> from dealing with this. And my husband can see that. He's like, okay, why don't like, and we were running out of milk. So we needed and diapers. So he's like, well, why don't you walk down the street that far from where we live? There's like a little corner store. Why don't you go pick up milk? Why don't you take a break and go for a walk? And I have these wireless headphones and I was going to go put my headphones in to listen to the podcast. Cause I needed just a little bit of like some love and my headphones were dead. No. <laughs> and so I had to come back in and get the wired headphones. And it was, it was just like, I was just done. Yeah. It was just icing on the cake. It was just like the shit show of everything. And so thankfully it all, but thankfully um, our insurance covered it initially, yes. wasn't going to cover it because it's technically vandalism. Mm. So I know way too much about catalytic converters now. So if you, anyone has any, anyone needs a information. Yeah. Apparently there are a lot of money and people are stealing them and they all come from the hybrid cars. So like, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big the, thing. Right it's now. the Prius. Yeah. And that's what yes. happened. And so um, it was just a lot. And then my husband had to drive, fly. And I, luckily my child is in daycare. And then when on that Saturday, I was already had, I was already mama mode doing it all on my own that weekend. And my husband calls me and tells me that he is stuck in Nebraska because of a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the car and everything. Yeah. And with his mother, which she's, I That's mean, nice. But she did that on purpose. Like, <laughs> she made that snowstorm happen. Uh, so by the time they got, they, they thankfully got here and everything. And um, I, my, I kept my child up, my daughter up so she could see grandma. Cause you know, need to do that grandma points. Mm-hmm. And um, my points, I'm sure. Yeah. And I was just like, I was so fried. I just was like, I'm just going to crawl back up and I'm going to like, just, and I wanted to spend time with my husband and then I had to be on for my mother-in-law and it was yeah. just that those three those that week and a half was a little bit of a shit show in and of itself but thankfully the kettle converter has been repaired and fixed the car's running fine except that it, the there's like a problem light that keeps coming on now my husband's gonna take that car to go get looked at <laughs> so my my daughter who's a very sweet two-year-old and very rambunctious and she's a climber so it's just been a lot <laughs> Oh, she's a climber. <laughs> Thank you, Maureen. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Thank you guys so much for the podcast. It's actually keeping me sane through all of this. And my daughter actually, she can't listen to the podcast anymore now because she's old. She's she's almost two. Mm-hmm. But when she was really little, I'd put it on. And she would dance to the to the theme song. She's a sweetheart, but thank you so much. And thank you, Betsy, for keeping it going. And and Amanda, it's really cool to see you and I'm nerding out right now. So please excuse my nerdiness. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Hey, it's Ashley. Hi guys, hear me okay? Yeah. Hi, nice to see you. Maureen, I am right there with you. These two are like, to me, it's like my my fairy godmothers of (laughs) I started listening to you um your very first episode because i'm a huge jb dembo fan ah, yeah we are too like, well if jamie's on it i'll listen to it i don't <laughs> have kids yet but i fell in love right away and i've been listening ever since i'm like a historian if you guys ever need me <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the best anyway um 
I have two boys. They are four and six weeks, four years old, six weeks old. Oh, so, my little guy. He's great. I know I'm, I am in the shit, but he has been great. Okay. Um, and my, she, you she, look great. You have a yeah. six week old and another kid. You look great. And a four year old too. Ooh. A toddler. Mm-hmm. Uh, my four year old's amazing. He uh, has autism and he is such an interesting, calm, sweet boy. So okay. I know this one's going to be just a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Ready. So, um, but what broke me actually happened six weeks ago. Um, I went into labor. Uh, I actually had a scheduled C section because I had had one before. And I ended up going into labor. Um, on Monday, the 31st at like 1am, your episode like just dropped. So I listened to that (laughs) the first three two uh, first two hours of my labor. I was like in denial that it was even happening because like I had a scheduled C-section and I'm Mm -hmm. type A like you, Betsy. And I'm like, no, I have a schedule. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well he had other plans. So, um, we got to the hospital about five, 5 5am they got us back. I was ready to go back for C-section by seven. Um, and what happened was my doctor of course was gone that day. Um, and with my first son, he, she was also gone that day. So I had had this other doctor deliver and it wasn't the greatest experience. I was in labor for a little over 24 hours. I pushed for four hours and oh. it was a nightmare. So I was very excited about this whole schedule C-section part. Yes. So I get there and they tell, and I did not have the best time with this woman. Like she's, she's perfectly fine. My son ended up great, but like my mom was ready to sue her after because she should not have let you push for that long. There was just so much a long time to push. Yeah. So we, yeah. so I get there and they're like, okay, well, your doctor's gone. You're going to have, turns out the same doctor I had for my, no, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. My contractions were like on top of each other I, with the plant c-section i was like oh great i'm not gonna have contractions this time oh yeah. whatever so um i'm just like great get this kid out i am in a world of pain so um everyone's super cash we walk down to the operating room after i'm all ready um i walk into the operating room they have me sit on the table and um they're about to do my spinal so i'm hunched over and i'm like naked right yeah there. And there's like 10 other people in the room and I'm hunched over and the anesthesiologist is great. And he gets in there with, uh, in my back and, um, the nurse that nurses are just angels and they are helping me like breathe through everything at this point. It's not, the spinal wasn't that bad. And then the doctor comes in and t- starts talking to me while I'm having my spinal done. So I'm just trying not to move. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm very excited doing, saying all the things that, <laughs> she sucks (laughs) wait so then she um she says oh how is how is your first son doing I delivered him and I was like yeah he's amazing he's four he's in preschool he has autism his brain's amazing and she goes I am so sorry like like I said he died or something like it was and she goes well maybe this one will be normal (gasps) oh Oh, I would say get the fuck out of here now and go find me anyone else. That is absolutely unacceptable and not okay. And I was like, I'm naked about to get like about to have my second kid. And as soon as she says that, she like pats me on the arm and walks away. And that's when they tell me to lay down. Oh, no. 
okay. So I lay down and I didn't even tell my husband what happened then because I was so like, you know, how to have this happen to me. So yeah. I, in my head, I was like, okay, file this away, address it later. Yeah. Um, so you got then, bigger fish to fry. Leave it to me to be like, so pissed about this while my other son's being born. But um, <laughs> yeah, he was born. Who be pissed? That fucking sucks. That lady sucks. I was like, I was just in shock. And yeah. afterwards, I told the nurses specifically, I know the doctor comes and sees you afterwards. I said, I don't want to see her. I'll explain later, but I don't want to see her. Just, yeah, I'm fine. Just don't, I don't need to, I want Good. to see my doctor the next day. I like requested to see her. And when she came in, I told her what happened. And I said, I'm mm-hmm. going to give this woman grace and say it's arrogance and sh- or like ignorance. Ignorance and, know. and arrogance. That's just me. But yeah. And I, I said, when, you know, when someone tells you have autism, you can say, oh, what's that like? Or that's interesting or something like that. I will go into it. I'll talk about it for days, mm-hmm. but like, just nothing's wrong with him. Like he's perfectly fine. And the way she reacted, it just like, oh, I, so I, yeah, I told my doctor, yeah. I, like, I want to give her grace and this, you know, but you got, you need to educate her to know that that's not okay. And that's not how you react in those situations. Yeah. So, yeah, I told that. I've been telling just people I'm like, do people know how to react? Because sometimes I'm like, because, you know, the verbiage people use sometimes it's, I've heard the R word from my family sometimes. And it just, I can't, it just, I'll stop that right then. But yeah, mm-hmm. crazy vulnerable position. That's what happened for this little guy. To come. Well, thank you for sharing that because, you know, here's the thing. There may be someone that listens to this and thinks differently about how they approach. Mm-hmm talking to someone who has a child with autism and it's just like and also to understand that saying that because someone may not have autism makes them normal is incredibly insensitive and not okay yeah so i'm i am i am so sorry yeah that that happened but i appreciate you for uh, sharing that story on here with everybody my doctor was out and I love hearing Amy's stories about her son who is because my son is speech delayed and hers like and the way she mama bears up, she just kicks everyone's ass. And so that's how <laughs> I like can back my son up too. So yeah, it's your show is is so great and very grateful for it, guys. So thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Everyone give it up for Ashley. We are out of time, but let's do one more. Can we please do one more, Ryan? we talk too long hello i can never tell who it's going to be i don't know i can't see the pin so oh you, you can't do it, it's, see it no oh, it's like a, here we go. It's like a I, is it me ryan he told it's me i was you, next. it's you okay. so how do my we name say Abby. Abby. i have a daughter who's about to turn 11 <laughs> her deodorant <laughs> i just found on her desk yeah. and it's brand new still she's never asked for a Thank refill you. in two years oh <gasps> evie evie that is the case at my house. I have never bought new new deodorant for them, which is very nice. She stinks. I tell her, like, you're gonna be the stinky kid if you don't <laughs> They don't care, do they? They don't care. My kids are like, no one calls you that. And like they might oh, they will. I will. Um, I will call and you. And so this kid. this story happened, I don't know, like three or four years ago. I was gonna tell you this story, Betsy, when we were supposed to go to new kids. Then your baby was barfing. <gasps> That's right. Hi. Yes. So, um, so this happened just prior to that. 
my so my daughter was around six and my little guy was two uh something like that and um my, we took my husband to the dealer to drop off his car for an oil change and then we all went to lunch together and then after lunch we went back to drop him off again but his headphones were dead so he decided to start chatting with me and my stomach was doing bubbles and I was like oh crap and you know the baby was too small to I, I don't want to have to deal with getting the kids out of the car I was like I don't even know if I'll make it if I get the kids out of the car try to find the bathroom and the dealer so I told my husband get the hell out of my car I need to go home so I checked my map and I'm like we're only like five miles from home but I'm in the IE there's tons of traffic on the weekends and uh I was like I can't get on the freeway because I could see it was just chock full. So I was like, okay, I'll take the streets. And I told my daughter, okay, um, I may have to stop because I really need to use the bathroom and it is starting to hurt. And but you cannot leave the kids in the car under any circumstances, you know. They'll so, arrest you now. Yeah. So I was like, I have to go home. So I'm driving home and things are starting to get worse. And we're finally really close. We're like five blocks away from home. And my son's like, what's that smell? And I was like, oh, someone must be boiling eggs because <laughs> just on the side of the road. I don't know. Because <laughs> that shit started coming out. Like, oh, no. At that point, it was just like I couldn't stop it anymore. It was oh, oozing no. at first. Oh, and, no. and I'm telling my daughter, look, when I get home, I have to go straight to the car. So I need you to get the baby out of the car. I mean, I need to go inside. I need you to get the baby in the car. I'm like, do not be a brat, like, because she has an attitude. She's a girl. And um, you got to get him. I need to go inside. Daddy will be here soon. Just tell daddy what happened. But I'm like, I'm pooping myself and I can't stop. So, oh, no. and I, I was wearing a skirt. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> know if that's better or worse. I don't know. My daughter took it. She was like, oh, crap. Like, she's never taken me seriously before. But here I am holding, like, scooped up my skirt, trying to... <laughs> trying to keep it all in but I left a trail to my bathroom no 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 I, and I got on the toilet and still real kept going story. and going out it was awful so she was like really scared and my husband comes home he knocks on my door and he's like are you okay and I'm like just leave me alone I will just leave me alone because I'm traumatized good <laughs> yeah um he cleaned up my car. He cleaned up the trail, but that shit stayed. He cleaned my it up. He, he cleaned it up. Yeah, he did. Nice... I have like the example husband. Everyone I would not. I would like, not. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be like, you can. That came from you. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was sick <laughs> for like two hours. It was bad. <gasps> yeah, and it totally stained. It was a really cute, like, uh, light blue skirt, and it had Done. to go in the trash because that shit oh. was like car. Well, you know, I would, I would just throw it away anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, could, I, could, I could rinse it and wash it. No big deal. But still, it that was bad. And my oh. daughter, I was like, we will never talk about this again. I'm like, you never bring it up again. And she didn't for the law and like for years and years. And one day she kind of brought it up a little. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But don't forget, we don't talk to other people about that. <laughs> I wish, I mean, I was in a Corolla. I wish I had my own pot like you did. Uh, <laughs> my own, you, you mean a Target bag? Yeah. 
<laughs> I had, there was nothing I could do. Oh my God. Oh, it was awful. Oh, yeah. Plus your kid was old enough that you couldn't just shit next to them in the back seat. Oh like. God, no. No, and I couldn't, it was hot. What is, it? Oh, is this story? I couldn't leave the boy in the car. I had to have her get him out because it would get so hot right away. Luckily, I knew my husband was just a few minutes behind me, but still, that was that was really bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I got my own shit show. <laughs> Happened to you. Oh that's my. A literal, God. that's a literal shit show. Story. Yeah. And so many people have been telling more shit stories. Like, it is so much more common than we thought. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so much more open about it. Yeah. That's what, that's what, when we decided to make this podcast, we were hoping that people would feel safe and validated in telling stories about when they could not control their bowels. We are safe <laughs> and validated and it wouldn't stop. Yes. Oh my goodness. It oh. happens when I last pee too now. No. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> I'm so sorry that happened to you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, I like everybody who's on the Facebook group is like, uh, like a Facebook bestie that, you know, you're like, oh, there's Shiki, especially you're like, oh, there's my girl Shiki or there's Betsy. And I talk about everyone like they're my friends. And my husband's Aww. like, never seen these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he needs to come to the next line show. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and then this is for that one lady that called the cops on you. I was like, pew, 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 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. Oh, thank you. And thank you for telling that insane story. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that. Oh, I, I've, I feel like I've, I've come so close. That's never happened, but I feel like it's always just like, mm, it's, I told y'all once uh, I was, I had baby, my very first baby, we were taking a walk in the stroller in the park and there were no bathrooms because it was New York City. And, um, and I was like, oh no, mm -mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. And mm -hmm. so I was almost home. I could see my house from where I was and I had to duck behind. The no, Betsy. <laughs> there was, um. It was like some kind no. of weird well house or something in the park. And I had my son in the stroller. And I can't remember if I turned him away from me or not. <laughs> and I just had to hide behind this well house and just kind of lean. What is a well house? I don't know. This is I like one of those stories where you're like, and then there's this lady who came out of nowhere and was like, what are you doing? Ghost. It was a ghost well house. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it was it was like some weird old building in the middle of this you were like park. this is where it's gonna go down. and this was and it was like I, I feel like I'd clocked it before I was like if I ever have to shit in this park no. behind that thing and lean does that no one does it no one goes but, into a place and is like in case something happens that's look, where I'm a prepper you know that uh, I, it's true. I go into a place I'm like if shit gets down, goes down what will I do so I was like I <laughs> that place if I ever have to shit in this park and I can't make it home and oh man and I just remember yeah I remember like looking at my kid and being like I wonder if he'll remember this well now he will and every time I went by I was like someone square. someone was surprised by what I left there that's your special spot right there <laughs> oh 
boy. Well, well wait, thank you. I feel I feel bad. I know we have to go, but I feel bad. Kayla's had her hand raised. And Kayla's she's the only had one forever. Left. Okay, and yes, I, I know. I feel right. Tell stories, but Kayla's had her hand up forever. Kayla, can we can we hear Kayla's story? Yeah. Ryan, can you guys hear me? Hey, yeah. Hello, Kayla. Hi. 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 So, um, it's real quick. I don't really have a story or anything. I just. I real quick about me my I have two kids my daughter is three and my son is two they are very Whoa. close in age yeah yes oh so uh, oh, yes um but I started listening to you guys in 2020 so I had just made a big move to a place where I didn't have I don't have any friends or anything here and um my my husband has family here but um it was just a couple of family members. That's all I knew. So I started listening to you guys then. And I was, I had just had my son. I was postpartum with my daughter. I got pregnant with my son and I was on medication, but I had to stop taking it because I was pregnant with my son. You <laughs> so that depression I, me medication? Yes. Oh, yes. That's rough. So I had postpartum depression with her afterwards. It took me a while to figure it out because, you know, my first kid took a while. Once I figured it out, I got on the medication, but then I surprising, he was a surprise. I got pregnant with my son and, um, then I, so I had to stop the medication. And then once he was born, I had, it took me a while to get back on it just because I was in a little bit of denial once again, Of course. but, um, so I was just, I had just started my medication and started listening to you guys at the same time. And like everything I've I just finally caught up this week also this like last week I finally caught up I was so excited but um it was just like having you guys there it, I I don't know I just want to say thank you it really means a lot that you guys are I just always had you guys to listen to and I don't like I said I, every I have tons of stories but when I think about it if I just want to say thank you basically you guys are great and it means the world to me that you guys keep going and everything Thanks, I mean, Kayla. we did make the show for uh, validation and bowel movements, but the other yeah. part, of it was, <laughs> yeah. the the other other part. part is <laughs> to connect people so they felt less alone in it because it's a super isolating yeah. experience. So, yeah, it is. Most. And um, yeah, I mean, like just one instance that really, really messed me up was I had a, I had a medical procedure done. It was nothing serious, but I, I did have to go under and the anesthesiologist I think I pronounce it he came in to talk to me and uh he just asked me questions and one of the questions is like what medication you're on and when I said Lexapro and he goes oh is that for I said it's for postpartum depression and he goes oh how old is your son and I said oh he's gonna be he's gonna be two in February and I think he was still only like I don't know like 20 months at the time and the doctor and the doctor he goes Oh, don't you think that's a little long to be taking yeah. it? We should all start saying I'm on I'm on antidepressants for postpartum depression. And when they say hold your kid, you'd be like 17. 17, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, that's what it is. But I was just like, so that, you know, that really bothered me. And at first yeah. I was like, yeah. I was just like, Judgmental. What? like, okay. And then it even made me go home. And then I, I looked at my I Googled it. I was like, how long should I be on? Like, am I is it too long and I was like questioning myself and I'm as like you know you it's need. not as long as you need it it's exactly right so I just um and I thought about you guys and I was just like you know what I'm gonna keep your guys' mindset and as long as I need it I'm going with that so 
that was just a one of the stories where I felt like you guys were really there for me without even being there. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you for sharing. Oh yeah. my God. I think the main thing we've learned from this is don't listen to medical professionals. No. Get wherever yeah. you like and watch out for jelly in your butt. Uh, well, everyone, thank you so much for joining. I'm sorry we weren't able to get to everyone's stories. Uh, hopefully we'll do another one of these in a month or so. Um, and uh, Amanda, thank you for coming and doing mm. this episode. I really appreciate it. I miss you. I'm so I miss you to too. You. I miss you too. France is great. I'm all by myself. It's awesome. Oh, you live in France now? Oui, enchanté. Okay, give me a minute. I will come and join you in France. <laughs> uh, I would like to live there, please. Uh, but by myself. Um, that's where I am. I'm always just by myself in France now. So we were great. watching a show recently where we were they had like a haunted lighthouse, and I was I was like talking about how like oh yeah like people would have to live on this little island all by themselves in this house, and I was like that sounds great. I wish yeah. I could live in a fucking haunted lighthouse all by myself. Anyway, I thought that's what you would say about it. You know what I would never say. That sounds great. I would love to go live in a haunted lighthouse by myself. That's the opposite of what I would ever say. If I, it, what? I knew it. I was going to be like, she's going to want to live in that thing. That's what makes us good. Because I want to live in a haunted lighthouse all by myself and you don't. No, I'm going to like walk down the streets of Paris in a giant bag, like carry on. Inside a giant bag? No, like, you know, she wears those giant bag dresses. They're like gorgeous, but like they're huge. Who? That's what I would do. I'd do that. Who? Oh, just you? Carrie from Sex and oh, the City. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Got it. I have not been watching the new. Don't. Don't. Yeah, it looks bad. You know, it's good. It's fine. Everyone's it's... got new faces. I don't know. I yeah. miss Samantha. They do have, they do have new faces Look. all of them. If you like Why Mommy Drinks and you want to support the show, please go to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, and leave us a glowing review. Check out our sponsors and the Why Mommy Drinks Patreon. Follow and like Why Mommy Drinks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Also, I want to hear what broke you. So email me your shit shows or leave a message on our hotline. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. your shit show. 424-279-8842. And all of this information is in the written description of this episode. <laughs> Amanda, you're doing a great job. Hey, thanks. You're doing a great job, too. Yeah, and all of you here, you are also doing a beautiful, amazing, great job. If no one has told you that, you need to know. You need to hear it. You're doing a great job. Look at that. Ashley's watching a comedy show. She's holding the baby. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God, that baby's so cute. Megan's still Betsy. going. She's still going. Megan, you need to, like, post online the finished product. <laughs> Her painted kitchen. Well, uh... Listen, everyone, uh, if you find yourself getting judgment from some lady about your shoeless baby, yeah, uh, or if you find yourself uh, trying to turn on your Prius and finding that it's lacking a con catalytic converter, <laughs> or if you are having a 
a really upsetting conversation while you receive a spinal tap. Yeah. I was going to say the most abnormal doctor. (laughs) Or if you're living through an actual shit show. An actual shit show. A real one. Mm -hmm. Just know that you, what do you, you say it, Amanda. Ah, you're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrows will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. Like you're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's I'm great. balder than it. you. You are balder than me. Only on Bald Talk. Campfire. <laughs>